0: Have you ever put something off for so long that you don't even know what it'll feel like once you've completed it? (laughs) That's what this podcast is to me. If we're being honest, that's what most of my business is to me. Something that I had had thoughts and plans for and continued to put off for a variety of pointless reasons that all basically culminated in my own insecurities and letting the voice in my head be louder than the proof of the work that I had put in over the years. I think that that's why I want to start this podcast. Not to be an expert or try to portray something unrealistic, but more so to share what the reality is of entrepreneurship. And especially for those who maybe this is the first generation in your family that's taking the road less traveled, not getting the nine to five, not going to college or, you know, halfway through college deciding, nope, this just isn't for me. And realizing that you have something inside of you that you cannot ignore. And no matter what other obstacles or opportunities even come your way, this is your path. And I think that those are my people, the ones who ignore the nonsense and the non-believers and push through to find their own path and their own creative reward, whether that be a small business or a brand or building a life unlike anyone around you has ever seen or known. I think that that's why I want to do this. Because when I started my business a decade ago now, I had a lot of people telling me you need to go to college or you need to do this or you won't be successful or it's going to burn out in six months and so many other things along the way that I want to be that voice or that sounding board for the people that are hearing those same things and letting them know that literally the only thing you need to be successful is to continue on your journey and rise above all of the criticism and the naysayers and the negativity to know that at the end of the day, you are living your most honest path in this moment. And that's how you will find that success. Some other things that I will share along the way are tips and aspects of the behind the scenes On my own personal business and the business models of clients I've worked with over the last decade to talk about how they've grown their own business and their own successful entrepreneurial journey into six, seven figure incomes that have shifted and shaped the landscape of their local community and where their messaging And branding has taken them along the way. And the things that finding your voice through your business and your brand has given them along the way too. Also, I think it should be noted that in true entrepreneurial fashion, I had 20 minutes worth of notes written out and I haven't even looked at them yet. So I guess I should start from the beginning. Hi, guys. My name is Sarah Jane, and I'm the owner of Jane Media Services. Jane Media Services is a boutique marketing agency located in the heart of the Central Valley in Northern California. We cater to 16 full-time clients, and we love to take on freelance projects with multiple small businesses in and around the Northern California area. Some of the things that make Jane Media Services different from... Other agencies is that we offer an all in house approach from your content planning to your content execution. That means your photography, videography, copywriting, all the way through to publishing and launching your branding, social media, and website designs. We are there along the way to hold your hand and support you and your small business or brand in the journey of conveying your message to your core audience and community. One of the exciting things about this business and the gift that I've been able to receive along the way is inspiration from so many other small businesses who have gone before or come alongside me in the community and have grown their own messaging and their own platforms through organic connection with those around them. And it's something that I have become passionate about learning and watching and understanding how we connect with each other and how we convey our messages to where it can be truly received in an authentic way by your ideal client. And I guess that that would be part of the reason that I'm actually starting this podcast. I want to make sure that I do my part to share in some of that information and inspiration about what it's like to be a real entrepreneur and accept the highs and lows that come with building your business or brand in today's constantly evolving social media ecosystem. I think that more often than not, the reality is lost in social media and doing my part to fight for my clients to be able to show up authentically and wholly on social media is really important to me. so some of the things you can look forward to as we begin this journey together is interviews from local small business owners and move makers, if you will, in our own backyard that are facing extreme obstacles in a post-pandemic economy that has forced them to shift and propelled them far outside of their comfort zone, but also light years ahead of where they might have been in the digital space had it not been for all the events of 2020. I'm excited to introduce you to some of the people that have inspired me along the way. And I'm excited to share with you some of their stories and trials and triumphs that have made them leaders in their industry and the risks that they have been willing to take in business and marketing that have given them the success that you're seeing today, both on social media and in the local community. When I first shared that I was going to be posting this podcast, I told you that I was going to be sharing five tips and tricks for how to instantly infuse your social media marketing for your small business or brand. And why don't we go ahead and dive into that now? And I will tell you that much like this podcast itself, one of the hardest slash easiest things to do when you're taking on any project for your small business is just start. I was hung up for months, years actually. What if I have to do this on my own? I need to find the perfect co-star. Who's going to be available all the time? Who's going to want to do an interview with me? Do I have to record a video and audio? I don't know anything about audio or video. What, who's going to teach me all of these things that I don't know Steven Spielberg. So how am I supposed to know how to film a podcast in my office? And then I realized I've been talking to my camera screen for years now. And the only thing missing was a professional microphone. So I guess that that would be tip number one. Just start and don't let the gear get in the way. We are all walking around now with $1,000 video cameras, cameras, and audio equipments sitting in our back pocket, and I think that people really don't understand how powerful those little things that we use for Instagram and texting and tweeting really have the power to propel your business forward without any other costs associated. Today, for example, I am filming this video more as a proof of life that I've actually done it, but I am filming this video on my iPhone 12 Max Pro. I don't I don't know what it is, but anyways. <laughs> and I had researched all these things and went and got extra lenses. I have a DSLR camera. I have all of these different things. And I realized, Sarah, just do what you always tell your clients and pull out your cell phone, wipe off the screen and just start creating the content. So here I am. (laughs) With that, I will say, yes, just get started. If you have a product or a service or you want to celebrate yourself even, pull out your camera and start capturing the moments. It doesn't have to be professionally edited. It doesn't have to be perfectly in focus. One major suggestion and tip, though, is wipe off your camera screen I have clients that send me this all the time. They send me content or photos that they've taken, job that they just completed, or an event that they had at their small business. And some of the photos are great because at the end of the day, as I said, we're all carrying around $1,000 cameras in our back pocket. But they had a smudge on their lens. And so the other half of the images have this weird glare. So if you start taking pictures and see those weird glares or fogs on your screen, it's not the lighting. It's just a fingerprint smudge. So grab the arm of your sweater and wipe off that lens. And I guarantee you the picture quality that you can produce from your iPhone is just as good for showing up on social media as any high powered camera that a professional can have. I will say one caveat to that is if you're working on a website or a virtual tour or other things like that, I would highly suggest some additional gear or professional assistance. However, if you're just looking to show up and simply be present for your brand and business on social media, your iPhone is really all you need to get started. Next, let's talk about how often. Everyone always talks about consistency. Apparently, that's why the results don't always show up when you don't go to the gym consistently. But if I'm being honest, I always know that even if I hadn't been super consistent in going to the gym or showing up on social media, the minute I check it off my to-do list, I automatically feel better that I have done a service both for the business that I am trying to build and for the community that I am trying to share it with. So much like the gym, even if you haven't posted in a while or you haven't shown up on your Instagram stories or your Facebook stories, don't let the length of time in between the last time you posted and when you're thinking you should post right now get in the way. Just post, especially if usually when you arrive to the point where you're like, hey, I want to be posting something, it's because something is lit a fire in you. And you know, oh, I have this event going on tomorrow, or I have an open house this weekend, or I have a product launching in three days. No matter what it is, share it because somebody will want to hear about it. And if nothing else, it starts to get you into the habit of showing up consistently. And again, as I said, you just have to start. One of the ways that I think can actually really help you with especially the first few steps of showing up on social media and creating that consistent messaging would be to answer the who, what, where, when, why, that's five, in a planned format So maybe do some research. And I know that I will definitely be talking much more in depth about this as the weeks progress, but look into a content planning application like Later or Planology or Preview. These are all great low cost apps that you can use for your small business or brand that will help you to Plan things out when you do feel those sparks, or you know, capture that uh, perfect caption and help you on that path of creating a consistent brand message that your community will respond to and that can resonate with them. If it's something where you haven't been posting regularly and you're wondering how much is enough for your small business. Start with four times a month. Now, I will say that restaurants and small businesses that have events and things that happen and change throughout the week could definitely benefit from much more of a heavy presence on social media. However, if you're a service-based business and it's just you and you're just wanting to start... Start with four times a month. That's once a week. That's one post a week. And at the end of three months, that's 12 posts. That's enough to fill up a whole feed on Instagram. So you have to remember that while that one post might be overwhelming, you should just think about that one post. Just get it done and send it out because the second one becomes instantly easier once you've already done the first. I think another thing that I want to share with you in the foundation, if you will, for showing up on social media is don't get hung up on the numbers because at the end of the day, whether you have 40 followers or 4,000 followers or 40,000 followers, it's not always about having followers. And actually, I will say it's rarely about having a large following on social media. What you should think about your social media presence as being is really a calling card, a digital business card. This is what I do. This is what I've been doing. This is what makes me an expert in what I do or the services I offer or the food I create. And it's just something for people to be able to show up Quickly glance at what you do and then make a split second, and I mean split second decision on whether they want to move forward in contacting your small business or visiting your establishment or utilizing your services. Did you know that we have seven seconds to make a first impression? I will be honest, and those that know me might sometimes agree, my first impression is not always the best. However, That must be why I love social media so much, because it gives you the opportunity to give the best first impression. And you have to remember that if people are only spending seven seconds looking at your social media platforms before deciding if they are going to patron your business or utilize your services, then you don't have to have 400 posts. You have to have four really good ones hey, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is what people are saying about what I do. And this is the reason why I do it. Four posts. If you can come up with four posts to convey your messaging, then those 40 followers or 4,000 followers or 40,000 followers will either A, want to subscribe to your business or B, learn more about it. And that's when they become a follower. Because you are tearing back the curtain and letting them in on your journey as a small business owner or brand. I recently started implementing this thought process for myself. And I know that people have been doing it for years and thriving and all those good things. But it's really nothing like a uh, pandemic coming along to shut down the world, shift your entire thought process Wipe out half of your client base and then completely reinfuse it with a completely different client base to realize that taking big risks or going through big transitions is the best thing that you can do for your small business. Because what it means is you are in that stage of trying, of hustling, of growing, of learning. That sometimes people that are so complacent and steadfast in their journeys forget how they got there by trying something new and taking that big risk and shifting their business or their service or their offerings. And so in the last six to eight months, I have started challenging myself. If it feels scary, if it feels like a risk, give it an hour. Give it an hour of undistracted time, trying to figure it out, trying to educate yourself on it, and then try implementing it. So for me, that has been reels or TikTok or musically as the the kids used to say. (laughs) I'm sorry, that was really dumb. Anyways, (laughs) yeah, there's that. I had challenged myself to start posting reels. And let's be real, it was a steep learning curve. But I realized that if my 13-year-old could handle it, so could I, hopefully. So I gave myself an hour. I watched a whole bunch of reels that I thought, hey, that one seems kind of simple. Okay. And then, oh, I want to learn this about how to do a voiceover on a reel. And so then I went and searched YouTube and I gave myself the hour to learn and develop my knowledge and see if it was something that I was going to be interested in implementing for my business. And then when I realized through my searching and my educational process that other brands around me, whether it be a car washing spot or a restaurant or a food truck or a financing or a mortgage company or a financial planning firm, that if these businesses were having this kind of response and engagement on their reels, then I had to do it. I had to get in there. So I pushed myself past my comfort zone started showing up actually with no makeup and lots of filters. (laughs) And I just hit play. And I decided that it didn't matter. I was just going to take the risk and see what happened. Because at the end of the day, I was already confident in where my business was. And Sharing parts of myself or exposing some behind the scenes of my business could only help to further the foundation of Jane Media Services and what I offered. And people that didn't understand that weren't the clients that I wanted to work with anyways. So I took the risk and happy to announce that it's been going well. And the knowledge that I was able to bring to my clients too was super exciting because showing them that, hey, you don't have to show your face, you don't have to do anything, and we just create these reels and then thousands, tens of thousands of people will come and watch you and engage with you that were never followers before, never seen your product or your services or your business or your bar or your restaurant before, will now show up for you on social media and stick around because of these reels. So that would be an example of one of the things that I've been doing lately to push my business forward. Another thing that you can try would just be showing up on stories, whether it be a behind the scenes of what's going on in your office on a day to day basis, or a new product that you have coming out the research and development or the photo shoot that you have coming up for it. Or maybe you're a service based business and you clean houses show a time lapse of cleaning the house or spot cleaning the floors. Like Think of all the things on TV that you watch. Rarely is it that you watch a whole hour's worth of reveals. More often than not, you are watching the behind the scenes that get to the final reveal. And so that's how you have to think about your social media. You want to open up your social media as a back office peekaboo to your ideal clients so that they can see behind the curtain and see why you're doing and what you're doing and become more engaged and want to stick around and see how that story unfolds. Another tip I would say is gather inspiration go around to competitors maybe not necessarily in your local community but you know if you're from California check out some competition on the east coast or you know up north and just see what they're doing not competition but someone else similar in your industry and pull a couple of ideas and i will say this The important thing for pulling inspiration is to not get overwhelmed by it. Because I spent a lot of years, especially when I was doing photography as the main anchor part of my business, getting overwhelmed by the inspiration that I was seeing. And it really got in my head of, what do I bring to the table? If people are out there creating this, what am I going to do? And then I, I remembered... Of course, far more recent than I would care to admit, that I just have to be myself because I already have clients out there that appreciate me and enjoy me and want to show up for me being me. And similarly, your business has those same clients that want to support you, that have either been there from the beginning or received excellent service from you and want to stick around and tell all of their friends about you because they see that great thing in you. So while it's always a good idea to pull inspiration, don't let it bog down your creativity and hinder you from showing up authentically just because you think someone out there is doing it better than you or can do it better than you. If you show up as your authentic self on social media, capture the moment, take the thought out of your head and put it into a caption, that will be enough for your ideal client's. You have to start though. That's just, it is what it is. You have to start. Another thing that I think doesn't really get talked about enough is the aspect of being social on social media. We all get concerned so often. Will they think I'm dumb if I share this? Will they think I don't know enough if I reach out to them and ask questions? If you see somebody out there doing good, Whether it be in your industry or not, A, reach out to them and say, This is awesome. You are doing great. This, I love your post, or I love this recipe, or I can't wait to try your restaurant someday. Reach out and engage and be social on social media. It is not just about the crap you post, it's about the content of your character coming out on a digital platform. Show up, support, encourage, reach out, ask questions, engage. Those are the ways of being a good social media patron. I don't know that that's the right word, but I don't know how else to say it. And I realized that my silence wasn't coming across as insecurity. It was coming across as arrogance So I needed to speak up on social media and start encouraging those around me. And when I see someone doing something good, telling them that I think that because we don't always see each other in person. And when we do, sometimes we forget, oh, they posted that. And I loved that post or, oh, my gosh, they shared that story with me about why they started their business. And I had no idea, but I really appreciated it. And it spoke to me. If you think that, say that reach out in a DM, reach out in a comment, just be engaging, be social on social media. I think that people don't understand that is a big proponent of being social on social media, or that that is a big proponent of creating engagement on social media. Everyone talks about how to get engagement. Well, how to get it is to start it. Say hello Think of it as if you were seeing an old friend on the street. You're not going to avoid them and like see them and then dip. I mean, I've done that too. But on social media, you should say hello. You should engage. You should encourage. Because A, that feeds your soul of being like, oh, I made a kind gesture. And B, it breeds positivity in your community, especially in correlation with your small business or brand. So being social on social media is a huge cornerstone of finding success in whatever you're trying to promote, sell, or share. Lastly, I think that we should talk about giving yourself the grace to fail forward. Understanding that you're going to make mistakes when it comes to social media. It's going to happen. Whether you are a seasoned veteran or you just created an Instagram account today, you are going to make mistakes on social media. At the end of the day, the best things that you can do is show up, continue to try, don't overthink it and get hung up on the numbers, be consistent in your effort towards sharing your story on social media, and of course, be social. And above all else, give yourself that grace to fail because the faster you fail, the faster you learn and the faster you can move forward from it. And that would be the greatest lesson I think that I have seen is realizing that not every post is going to have a 100 likes or 50 likes or 5 likes. And not every reel is going to have 13,000 views. But if you had 13 people show up every single time, and like your post, or comment on your story, or engage with you about things that you said and shared, that would be enough for you to create a brand message that will resonate with the community. And you need to remember that if those 13 people tell 13 people in real life, then it doesn't matter what the numbers on your social media are because they are going to start showing up in real life. And at the end of the day, while it's super fun to think that you can be Insta-famous or a social media socialite, having people show up for you in real life is what is really going to make the difference in your small business and brand. And being real is what's going to make that happen. With that being said, I think that this podcast ended up being... 10 times longer than I thought it was going to be. As I wrap up today's podcast, the first podcast, I really want to say thank you guys for giving me the grace to hopefully fail forward. While I had big visions of interviews and co-hosts and all of those things for years now, I realized that at the end of the day, I just had to start. And I I appreciate you guys being supportive and letting me show up and start with you. I can't wait to share more about some of the interviews and behind the scenes podcasts that I have coming up and some of the amazing local businesses that have agreed to come on and hang out with me and share some of their stories with you and let you guys know that whether you've been in business for 10 years or 10 days, it's never too late to start something new and let this be the first prompt in taking that step. And as always, if you guys have any questions or are looking for some inspiration or have something specific you want to hear from me, feel free to reach out. Be social on social media. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Jane Media Services as well on YouTube. I think we might start posting some podcasts on YouTube too. Oh my gosh, stressful. But anyways, as I had said before, thank you guys so much for letting me show up authentically for you guys and giving me the grace. to try something new with you. And in the meantime, I really hope that you guys take that first prompt of trying something new for your small business or brand and let me know because I want to hear about it. And I want to celebrate those victories and failures and the learning experiences and curveballs. I want to experience and I want to celebrate it all with you because at the end of the day, it's all taking you down the path of the entrepreneur's journey. So thank you guys all again. And I look forward to talking to you next week.